0: Chub Step. Step Jay Rabbit
1: Creating
2: the All-Add <laughs> Jungle
1: Chub Step Ladies and Gentlemen, I give you the King of the Jungle. You got to get some decent chairs in here, man. What's this shit made out of? Anyway. Uh, Steel? Yeah? Yeah. Well, you should get it welded better in the corners. Uh, 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 uh. Mr. Gorbachev,
0: tear down this wall. And the show star started. Hey! Hey! Pat's back! Hey!
2: Pat yeah, is. I'm sure you all missed me so much.
0: They do. I was getting a lot of complaints. Um, a lot of complaints that they say. They, I got a lot of, like, just, like, tweets and stuff. It was like, hey, where's Pat? You know, at Chub Step Jared. And they were saying, hey, where's Pat? Where's Take he going to be? that, Russo? It was a lot of DMs and stuff like that. Um, that didn't happen at all, but you could imagine if it did. <laughs> Russo did I a great figured. job. <laughs> no complaints on Russo's end. Um, but I'm sure people were thinking that Pat. Be- you know, people enjoy the two of us our camaraderie. That's a word I don't use enough.
2: Yeah, I I don't even know if I could pronounce that. Yeah, camaraderie.
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like uh, yeah, like co- comrade, like uh, what the communists always say. Um, oh, so Pat, great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what have you? You've been up. You've been, I haven't seen you in two weeks. You've been up to a lot. What's it been?
2: Uh, let's see. What, what was my reason last week? I think I was. Working you were
0: working, probably. Something.
2: Yeah. Crazy man. Crazy summer. Crazy summer. Yeah. Um. Last weekend it was open air festival. I got a ton of stuff to talk about with that. Yeah. I got pretty turned up at a wedding in St. Louis. Yeah, I I can get into it. Um, on the music end, if you listen to i guess this is a heavy metal music festival there's some hard rock there's you know there's so many different genres but yeah um, if you like that kind of thing i any seriously folk music? recommend music any what folk folk yeah <laughs> uh, any hard folk No. death folk any hard folk no <laughs> <laughs> i think the only time i ever seen folk was uh I guess you would say it's like Irish folk music when I was in Ireland. That's probably the only time I could really think of off the top of my head. But um, music-wise, it it was a lot of fun. Uh, It was pretty on par with last year um, in terms of just like good bands, okay bands, good sets, okay sets. But um, let's do a really quick rundown here. Friday – Rob Zombie, I had not seen him before. Big fan of his haunted house that's in Villa Park. I went there one time. Big fan of his movies. Huge fan of his music. He did great. Uh, he had a lot of cool visuals. He's really in the horror, so he had a lot of like, kind of funny horror clips going on while he was playing his set, so that yeah. was cool. And then Kiss um, headlined Friday night. I loved Kiss growing up. Not even so much because of their music. I just thought they looked awesome, if we're just being completely honest. Um, but I do enjoy Kiss. It was really cool to see them. Yep. So that was cool. It, if I could say one thing about Kiss, I thought Paul Stanley, the star child, so the guy with the uh, the star on his face with the face paint. Yes. Yep. A little over the top. A little bit a little over the much?
0: top.
2: A little too much?
0: A little too much. He's, like he's compensating I, for something? <laughs>
2: Uh, no, you would have to go see, like, some classic KISS concerts. Like, he just – he has to introduce almost every song, and it's always just kind of weird. And he just sounded really weird. He would go up – starts to go,
0: so this is a song. <laughs> he'd sound like that every time. <laughs> like, super annoyed voice like that?
2: Yes. Oh, my god. Yes. Yeah. But it was classic. It was classic Paul Stanley. Yeah. Gene Simmons, I – don't like what he really stands for. I hated the fact that he tried to trademark the um, devil horns hand gesture. I was gonna <laughs> bitch what that, but I was I wasn't. I would say he's actually really good live.
0: Okay. Okay, so he'll make up for a little for so, his uh, for his antics off the stage with some good performance.
2: Yeah, for how old he is, he's actually very good live. Okay. Um, Saturday was a lot of bands I had seen before, so. It was mostly me checking out the stuff. I had alligator sausage again. Ooh. Alligator sausage is, yeah, I I love it. And I don't know if it's just because I think it's kind of gamey or whatever, but I just think it tastes really good.
0: Is it gamey? Is it kind of like lamb?
2: Well, by gamey, I mean it's like a little, like, you wouldn't get alligator at the store.
0: Oh, okay. like? Do you know what gamey means as a flavor? I know what you yeah, mean, but yeah. I
2: haven't actually, like, experienced it. Like, I told, I think I told you in person, but on the show, like, I've never even had venison.
0: Okay. Yeah, you told me that in confidence, and I, I thought that was something you didn't want to bring up.
2: No, I'm okay with saying it. I don't know where to find okay. it. Man card. I've had bison, though. But anyways, alligator sausage, and I had boar. There was a boar sausage.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah.
2: So you, you can get this from the Chicago doghouse.
0: Ooh, is that like the uh, Milwaukee so, uh, Doghouse?
2: So I was gonna get to that. Yeah, it's not like the Milwaukee Doghouse, <laughs> okay. but it's like a a separate thing. Uh, yeah. But they have like different kinds of hot dogs. Like there was a rattlesnake hot dog. There was like a rabbit sausage hot dog. Like a lot of cool stuff. It, so that you, was it's
0: actually the meat. You think it's actually the meat that they say it is? It's not just called like this. Is what we call a rattlesnake hot dog. What it hasn't actually—it's supposed to be like made with something meat.
2: something against the law where you can't lie about that. But okay. Then again, then there's Taco Bell. Yep. <laughs> yes, Taco Bell point. doesn't serve meat, so I don't Very know. Very good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday. Okay, here's we're going to talk a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Sunday, I've seen Ozzy Osbourne.
0: Yes. Yes. Have you, you seen him before? Show before? Yep. Yes.
2: I've seen him with Black Sabbath.
0: Last yes. Time. Yes.
2: So when I seen him with Black Sabbath, I just went because I'm like, I have to go or else I'm never gonna see him. It was their last tour. I did not think he sounded good at all. He okay, was mumbling yeah, I remember you songs. Saying, yes,
0: yes. Yes. He didn't
2: seem all there. Yep. He actually put out a really good concert.
0: Yeah.
2: Like you could tell he was staring at the teleprompter for the lyrics and stuff, but yep. he wasn't mumbling. He was singing. He was on key this time. And his supporting cast, like the band members of yeah. Zach Wild, this is his guitar player. They got back together. So I think they broke up or they split from each other in like yeah. late two thousands. Sexually? My God, was he awesome!
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: right. <laughs> but um, he he played a guitar solo during uh, War Pigs, like I've never heard before. It just sounded great. Great weekend. And last thing I'll say about this is I got a new guitar. This weekend while I was in. Ooh. And I don't know what to do. Because you play it. it's a Paul Reed Smith. Okay. I always wanted a Paul Reed Smith. They had it was like a hundred dollars less than what I could find for it online. Nice. Like I'd looked at this yeah. particular model before. Yep. First class. So I ended up getting it. My girlfriend was nice enough to put it on a credit card. She told me she'd put a couple hundred down for my birthday. So I got wow. it. It's great. I loved it. Here's the thing. I didn't pick it up till Sunday. This was on Saturday. Yep. They had ten people sign it. So now I don't know whether I'm supposed to play it or frame it.
0: Well, who are the people that signed it? There was so I seen the list just like, really like quick, customers and I really that just walked in.
2: Like hey, what no, guitar. it's not customers who just walked in. They had <laughs> bands doing signings and stuff. Okay. So. I seen the list really quick and i just couldn't like comprehend it all at one time i was like oh my god like there was just so many signatures i think
0: like Bega
2: aren't really a lot of them aren't really big names there's a couple
0: most lonely the boys band, porn.
2: yeah right they <laughs> had that one song on the radio yeah. forever i remember that band. but it's just man, it's it's a beautiful guitar, and now it's got all these autographs on it. So I've plugged it in, I've played it, but I don't know what to do with it. So yeah, if you're listening, send us an email. Tell me what I'm supposed to do.
0: Well, I feel like, how about next time, come in with the actual names of the people. Like I feel like if it's people you care about, but also if it's a guitar that you really like, Pat, you know, I would say play it. That's my opinion. But
2: there's there's a couple people from Corn. I do like yeah. the band. Korn. Yeah. I do like them, and then there's I think when I seen the list very briefly, there was. People from bands I don't even listen to. Yeah, so it's kind of a like yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'm happy they signed it or yeah. I'm like kind of like I I don't know what to do. So
0: yeah, you didn't ask. But them, that, that was
2: my. Well, they they were like, oh, if you keep it, we can have people sign it, and Got I it. just like at the time was like, yeah, okay. I thought yeah. maybe like I'd get like one signature on it. Yeah.
0: It like, <laughs> <kind> of... <laughs> yeah. Um. So let me ask you this, Pat. What made the big difference with Ozzy being so much better, like just vocally?
2: Well, he wasn't mumbling this time. Like, yeah, but, I, I don't know if he didn't have a teleprompter when he was in Timley Park or whatever. Because if you looked at his eyes, you could yeah. see he was looking to the side and down,
0: like, mm-hmm. during a lot
2: of songs. Got so,
0: it, got it. Like, he forgets his own words to his songs.
2: The, he's got so many songs, man. Yeah. He's got albums with Black Sabbath. He's got uh, Ozzy Osbourne albums. But I, I don't know if it's also like he's kind of rejuvenated a little bit. Like he had a lot of personal
0: issues. Yep. He's
2: kind of moved past those. He's back with Zip. So if you don't know, him getting back with this guitar, Zach Wild, that's a big deal in the rock world. That's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. So maybe he prepared a little bit more.
0: Yeah, a little more excited to be yeah, actually doing some stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. But if I, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it.
2: It was still kind of the same song introductions. He'd be like, Are you having a good time? Yeah. And then he'd just say, This next song. <laughs> it's like every time. <laughs> but yeah. It was great, man. It sounded so great. I, I hope they do this every year because it's like my favorite weekend of the year. So yeah. That's what I've been doing, man.
0: I like it, Pat. I like it. I actually also saw a concert within the past Would uh, you see, week.
2: I think I've seen this on Snapchat. What yeah,
0: did you, you, you did. See? You did. Okay, so. The band that I saw was Two White Crew, which is a play off the band Two Live Crew, which is a 90s hip-hop group. So Two White Crew is a, like, 80s, 90s, and early 2000s um, hip-hop cover band, and okay. which is totally my type of music that I like. I love, like, 90s hip-hop. I love that. It's all, like, you know, um, it's all, like, every song you could think of, you know, they'll do, like, they'll do, like, Dr. Dre. They'll do, like, uh, No Diggity. Uh, it takes two vanilla ice, like the, all those type of songs. You know, it's like ones that were on the radio, not like the underground, more stuff that I like a lot of times, but even like just the more popular, like you know, 90s stuff. But it's, they have, um, it, most of the guys in it are white, as it's named, Two White Crew. But there was, there was a, uh, a black, uh, bass player. He actually was a really talented guitarist as well. Um, apparently he was one of the guys that, like, when they do the actual filming of Empire, he's actually on the show, um, for, as for one of the guitar parts. And then, uh, but then they also, so it was like they would have these guys come up do the rapping. They had a, a girl singer that was really good. Two girl singers actually really good. Um, and then they would have like one main guy that would do a lot of the stuff. And then they had always had like two fly girl dancers, you know, like two pretty attractive girls that were just like dancing next to them in sync while they were doing these songs. But just like okay. a, just like an amazing performance. Like, it, it, like just they got. I was in, it was like Addison. It was in Addison, which I you know have, don't spend a lot of time in Addison, Illinois. And there was, like, a little car show going on on the side. And, like, they just – they had a huge crowd there in this in this field. And, like, everybody was super into it. Like, I mean, like, they just really knew how to get the crowd going. Like, it was just one of the most fun shows I've ever been to. And it was not – none of their music, you know. And, and the other thing they do is none of it is, like, all the beats are – like, they have an actual drummer there, an actual guitarist, bass player. Yeah, they have, I, like, like a I
2: like when, like, rappers actually have a live band. Like, That's, I know m M&M
0: yeah. does that. Yeah, so it was that's all much better. In my exactly, opinion. exactly, and I've seen a few shows like that, and and that's always always a lot more fun when you see that. And so like every one of their, you know, it's all you know, and it, like it, it's good. It was really it was all live performance. The dancing was fun. Um, you know, they get like like I saw you saw my Snapchat. They have one part they like, bring on the kids and they have them sing. Uh, this is how we do it. Like the chorus of that while they're like rapping over it. They had this old guy that came up, and the guy to beat is, like you know upper sixties. And he just comes up, does this ridiculous break, like a, like a. They're doing a, like a dance battle, like him and then this guy who's like break dancing, you know. <laughs> and they're just, it's really ridiculous, but just a really good old uh, guy getting down. Show. And so the reason I saw this because my mom went to or like family friends with my mom, the main guy in it. Um, and oh, nice. Yeah, so she's seen them before, and then she's like, "Oh, it's really good. You gotta go see it." So my dad met up with me over there and saw it, and they've been doing this apparently for like fifteen years and they have a pretty solid following. They may, they do a lot of shows, and, like, I looked at the places. They are all, like, you know, they play at, at, at pretty decent venues. Like, I would say as big of a venue as you could get for a cover band, you know, and they're all over the place, you know. So, like, um,
2: maybe, like, a House of Blues type venue? Yeah, they
0: totally play House of use type places, like, uh, you know, like the Cubby Bear, Joe's on Weed Street. There's, a, like, all the main, you know, all, all the big places that, like, smaller venues. You know, they're not going to sell at, like, United Center type of thing, but, like – um. A, a lot of big venues anyway, I was a big fan. Um it was uh it was a lot of fun, but you can check out their schedule and all their stuff on their online. And they all have like their different names. Um, you know, there's like C Note was the main guy, L Hoods is the main girl singer, uh, you know, like different they all have their funny names, but it was uh yeah, it was good. So um
2: What's that uh what's that place in St. Charles?
0: That oh that's what I just saw the Game of Thrones premiere the other day at the Arcada. The Arcada. Do
2: they ever played yeah. at the Arcada?
0: I, I don't know if they've ever played at the Arcada. I
2: would probably have known I still about wanna, it. I want to go to a show there. Yeah. I've had a couple opportunities. It's yeah. always during the week.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I, I don't want to see like a, a small show during the week when i got to drive to St. Charles, which is not close to me. No,
0: it's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
2: But I, I want to go there so bad. Like, Is, is yeah. it a nice place? It's a really
0: cool place. Yeah, it's an old, uh, for those that most of you don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, there's a in the town that I live, there's a cool old theater that has, like, you know it's you look up at the ceiling, and it's got... um. Like a painted sky, it's just like an old, you know, theater. Like it used to be a movie theater, and I saw Titan- Titanic there, and I remember seeing Titanic there, and uh, had to cover Lockbuster. my yeah, had to cover my eyes when uh, she's uh, naked at that one part. And then I got caught oh, later on. This was bad news for me. Um, got caught later on, uh, on when we had on VHS replaying it uh, with a friend, and playing <laughs> that scene, and I got busted. Oh man! Who busted you? I think my mom walked in. We were just like, it was like like, just in my family room. It was just like in my family room. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, (laughs) Just like playing playing that scene with my dad. Yeah, and there's like VHS. You can't like just skip things fast. Like it was (laughs) was like uh, some bad news there. Yeah. Hey, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, But so I saw that, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, so, I was glad I got to see that. I actually just, this is a little stupid thing that happened uh, just today. So, I, was play, I play in my volleyball leagues and I was playing at North Avenue Beach in Chicago. The ball goes in the water right as my team lost this last game. And I kind of shanked it. It was my ball. So, I'm like, I got to go jump in the water. There's like a concrete sidewalk and then a metal, uh, kind of like steel. Like I don't know, it's it's concrete sidewalk, and then no, it's not. There's not a ladder. That's the problem. It's like steel that goes straight down to the water, and my ball is in the water, and it was out there, you know, probably forty feet. So I had to jump into the water from the sidewalk, and the the people that worked right there were saying, "Oh yeah, there's a ladder. There's a ladder." And so I jump in and grab my ball. There's no (laughs) ladder. And so so all there is is uh, there's like some of the concrete, the sidewalk needs to be redone. So there's like some broken rebar that you can, some rusty broken rebar and this rust, rusty steel that this water is going up against. And so I'm like, uh, I don't really know how to get out of this. So I just like throw up the ball and then I'm starting grabbing onto this rebar and starting to pull myself up. The, the steel is so slippery, you can't put your feet anywhere. So then the two guys. So
2: you had to basically rock climb your way out of the lake.
0: You're basically trying to try do a pull up, but the problem is that like the pull up, it's like the sidewalk's like overhanging over the steel, and there's no place for your feet. And great, this is like from the water; it's at least three and a half, four feet from the water. So I'm like, you know, kind of like shoot myself up out of the water just to put my hands on the ledge. Two guys come and help me try to grab, you know, pull me up. And as they're pulling me up, this rebar just scrapes all down my all on my arm. So my arm is just like oh. bleeding as I'm, <laughs> as, that I have nowhere to clean it. I had to run to my next volleyball league, and I show up and I like my arm is caked in blood as I'm, uh, as I'm coming up. But uh, just like a stupid like, it's a spot where volleyball is going in the water a decent amount there because it's right next to the courts. So you just think you would have some way for people to easily get back up, you know, onto the sidewalk. It just seems like a dangerous plan to do that.
2: What was that? Uh, that Shane Falco quote. He said, "Pain is temporary." Chicks dig scars before oh, yeah. he lasts forever. Yes, yes, yes. That's what yes. you just went through.
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly That's exactly it. Bird up. Hello. There's a stupid sign that I saw, or a stupid business name that I thought. Uh, I drove past a place called Antique Tacos.
2: That makes no sense. I think
0: that's a, do you agree that's like, <laughs> I don't want to think, when you think food, you it's don't like want to think like, like tacos that have old. been sitting around for <laughs> years. <laughs> Antique, yeah, is old. Yeah, old and nice, but like, uh, old it's still old food needs to be fresh and like and it seemed like it actually a decent place is a sad thing but i i think that's a really stupid name i always thought men's warehouse is a really stupid name for a place that's selling like suits and stuff like that like what's, yeah what's a sh- when
2: you think of a warehouse you think of like i don't know hard labor maybe yeah that really suits
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're thinking of like crap. Like, what can you buy in bulk? I just think of like steel
2: ceilings. That's all I think of. Yeah,
0: you're not thinking like, I'm going to get a high end suit here. I I think that's a stupid (laughs) name. Obviously, it worked out for him because it's a fairly successful company. But Antique Tacos, like, you got to change that. That's just no good. I think we can. uh, I just
2: don't understand. Like, are they trying to say like the recipes are like antique?
0: I I really don't get it. Like I said, it's, I don't think it's I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a, it's a really bad name for any sort of food place.
2: You know, I never thought like aged cheese would make sense, but apparently that does.
0: Antique cheddar would sound better to me than than antique tacos.
2: Yeah, there's just so much that goes into a taco. There is. I like sour cream on my tacos. I don't sour, don't cream sour, cream. sour cream goes bad <laughs> <laughs> fast.
0: Sour cream goes bad fast. Yeah,
2: I know it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't keep one in the fridge for like two weeks. Yes. So I think it's all watery.
0: Oh, I don't even want. To not good. It. Not good. So Pat, I also was at the Sox game. Um, I went with face. Yeah, Carl. you
2: texted me while I was at the show.
0: That's right. You were at the show. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't get to go on the camera. That's all right. I had the night I was at the club. Uh, the club level. I like the club level at the at the. Is it at three hundred level? Game. Yes, three hundred level. Um, yeah, it's kind of nice. nice. Yeah, they give you like they come out there the weight staff comes out, it's a nice nice spot. Um but then so this is one thing I noticed just at, at this is sporting things in general, the somebody asking someone else to marry them at a sporting event. And Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it was
2: it was funny because Dude, I'm guilty of it. I got my prom date that way.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, okay, but a prom, a prom is a little different than like uh I feel like that's more over the top than a lot of people go for prom.
2: I'll tell you the best one i ever seen yeah and i mean best by like laughable was i seen one that was like i i'm standing on third and i'm not coming home without you
0: <laughs> it's clever it's clever right i guess it's better than people are into that now they, because
2: it's like it just show. i guess it shows effort i don't know but I think people have always been into that.
0: Yeah, that's true. But it just like the the asking a Mary thing, it's like there's a couple people in a row, like it would just be do funny. Do you
2: remember like <laughs> Gucci Man did that?
0: No, I don't. What did he do?
2: He was at an Atlanta Hawks game, and yeah. they showed him on the camera, and all of a sudden he just pulled out a, a rock, and they're like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and it was like, bur, 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 bur.
0: <laughs> "No, I didn't know that." I didn't know that. Um, so see, even rappers are doing it. I agree, and I, I don't. I don't have a problem with it, but you just got. I feel like you got to do it on a night when there's not other people doing it. I feel like there's, if there's a way yeah, you can there's look,
2: probably a good five people probably doing that. That's
0: what it's. Yeah, it just you know, I it, and if somebody's a big you know football uh, baseball fan or football fan or basketball fan or whatever, it makes you know it makes sense. But it just uh, it, it seems like when they're one in a row. You gotta like time it like oh don't look at that person's proposal look at wait five minutes and I'll look at. So the here's point. the
2: thing: when I asked the girl to go prom with me, yeah, I I told her friend I said, "Do not get up during this inning," oh and they got gosh. up during that no! inning, and they came back like they came back like right before <laughs> it happened.
0: Oh, so she did see it.
2: She did see it, but okay. it was just the luck of the draw.
0: Yeah, this easily could have been the other way. Yeah, and you went with her.
2: It easily could. There's no way that goes back up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can ask someone to do it, but yeah. then it's like what's the point?
0: Yeah. Here here was a weird thing that happened to me, Pat, while I was I was uh reading the script. I like to uh so I had to, like read for work, I had to read these scripts that are associated with these deals. And I was reading the script called Don't Let Go. And while I was reading the script, right as the song ended, there was a song that the chorus of it was Don't Let Go. Oh, and the whole the whole concept of this of this movie that I was reading was that this guy keeps like reliving this one moment in his life. That was literally like the whole, he keeps having this dream of this one moment that he wishes he could change. And it was like, <laughs> it was like the weirdest, it was like about this just repeat thing and this weird like flashback type scenario. And then I just, as I, as literally as I finished the page, the last page of the thing the song, don't let go. I don't know who sings it. It wasn't a great song. But it just was a weird coincidence.
2: If you could change one moment in your life, what would it be?
0: Wow, um, uh, I'm gonna save it. Save my mulligan for when I need it. I'm saying right now. Uh, I probably would have. Uh, I don't like to do that, Pat. I don't, no regrets, man. I don't think. Uh, I think if I would have, tra- you know, I
2: probably I probably would not have gone on Marquette Radio with Pat Callahan. I probably would
0: not have been. There. <laughs> um. No, I like. I said, I like. Uh, my favorite quote is uh, Han from Tokyo Drift. Life, life's simple. You make choices, and you don't look back.
2: I have money. It's trust and character I need around me. You know, who you choose to be around you but you know who you are. You know, one car in exchange for knowing what a man's made of. That's a price I can live with. those people down there they follow the rules for what they're letting fear lead down what happens if they don't
0: life's simple you make choices and you don't look back so r.a.p. han uh he died in tokyo drift but he left me with that great memory and i'm gonna stick with that bet so it's not a great nice. answer, um, but that's the truth. What would you change, Pat? you have a good one for that?
2: Mm, I have tattoo regret. I probably oh, would yeah. have gotten more tattoo, regret. tattoo.
0: Tattoo regret. Yeah. Well, now you know not to get that tattoo.
2: <laughs> now that it's already on me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> people are I was curious. Like, what just this tat-
2: afterwards, I was like, man, that's permanent.
0: Pat, you like to reveal to people what the tattoo is on here?
2: Not, I'll say it's on my ribs. Yeah, it's, it's on not your ribs. Not placed nicely. It's just it, not placed nicely. Yes,
0: it's ribs. It it's a tattoo of uh, Portillo's ribs on your ribs. Is that correct?
2: Porky's ribs.
0: Porky's ribs. <laughs> Perfect.
2: What's it like? Nick's barbecue. Speaking, is that the one in like the Austin Powers movie?
0: I can't. I can't remember. Uh, I know where you're. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Austin Powers. Or wait, is
2: no Nick's barbecue is local? I think. I don't know what
0: I'm. Who talking knows? About. Hey, Pat. Here's, let's on. talk about some food. I got some food stuff to talk about here. Okay. Uh, do you hear about... Uh, this is sent to us by Trevor, social media Trevor, at uh, at Chubstep Podcast on Twitter. Joey Chestnut, hot dog expert, settle sandwich question once and for all. Oh. So this okay. is a, the man that knows more about hot dogs than anybody else. He's ate the most in one time than anybody else. Did you see the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest? We talked about it a little bit on that episode. And I've more seen drunk. it many times yeah. in the past. Yeah. I
2: did not see it this year. So...
0: Uh, He wants a world record 73.5 Nathan's hot dogs in 10 minutes. He spent eight consecutive years as the undefeated hot dog eating champion of the world and is the current champion. So here's what he was quoted as saying with is a hot dog a sandwich. You start considering a hot dog a sandwich and you're like, oh, because there's carbs around it. Then you have to start kind of is a euro a sandwich because that's kind of like, No. You have you have to keep division. So he's saying hot dog, not a sandwich. Official,
2: it, it's not a sandwich. Yeah, if you think it is, you're wrong.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that. I just, uh, we, you know, we were debating it. I think that kind of ends the debate. When you have somebody like that, you're like, you know.
2: And if you're offended by it, you're a freaking snowflake. It's
0: a it's, hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog. Do you think people are offended that <laughs> people are offended dude, by it? Dude, that?
2: people are offended by. That's everything.
0: true. That's a good point.
2: You don't agree with someone's opinion. Yeah. And I'm guilty of it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm guilty of it. I
0: appreciate you not lying to me.
2: We'll, we'll go back to saying a hamburger's not yeah. a sandwich. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Pat, I actually wanted to get to a uh, – I, I wanted to do one of our interviews, one of my interviews that uh, I did for – when I was at Texas Motor Speedway. I wanted to get to one of those interviews, if that's okay with you. Sweet. So this one was Robbie Gordon. And Robbie Gordon, not related to the NASCAR driver, uh, Jeff Gordon, not related. But Robbie Gor- Robbie Gordon might be one of the most, like, best all-around drivers just, like, in ever. This guy has raced—I'm just going to read off things that he's raced in here. So uh, he was in the Speed Energy Formula Off-Roads, like an off-road series, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, NASCAR Xfinity series. So he's a couple NASCAR series. Um, uh, the NASCAR truck series. IndyCar, he was in. Champ Car. Uh, he has a... Uh, he has two X Games medals as well. for different. Okay, so this guy did, like, everything. Stock car. You know, like, like basically every single sort of... Ra- I mean, not many people have done NASCAR and IndyCar. And he did that, plus a bunch of off-roading, a bunch of crazy things like that. So I got to meet um, Robbie Gordon and... I talked to him a little bit about uh, – so the whole reason I was talking to him is because right before the IndyCar race when I was there, they had this little truck race that was going around. And these trucks were going like – they would do these jumps. Like so they would have these jumps set up, and they would go flying off these jumps, and they would go – they were right next to each other. And it was amazing that none of them crashed into each other like as they were going off these jumps. But it was kind of like – yeah, picture. It's like a Mario Kart type track where they kind of tr- do a couple turns back and forth, and like kind of overlap each other, and like kind of jump over part of the track that you go underneath, that kind of thing. And okay. uh, these trucks, but they were like flying in the air, like really crazy, and they were racing. You know, they would race as they were like jump doing these crazy jumps, and they were like full size trucks. And so, he it was kind of his. He was like the the backer of this whole thing. It was kind of his uh, series. And he also raced in it. And at one point, he put like as the car as it as it ended, he put his uh, truck up on the right two wheels and drove around for a good amount of time on the two like. It was completely, you know, like the car was just riding on the right two wheels. It was just crazy. So he's doing nice. this. So and and so I did the interview, and then Jerome, who I was with when we did these interviews. Uh, he sent me this league, uh, this thing from ESPN, and it's Robbie Gordon banned from racing in Australia over Darwin donut session. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, he said we had a truck on display, and I asked two security guards, "Hey, you think I could flip a couple of doughies?" They said, "I don't care." And so he did this donuts like on this busy street in in Australia in Darwin, and uh, then they're just like, uh, "Yeah, you can't, you can't race anymore." so he had a court appearance in uh, mid-june and there's no way of knowing if he ended up actually getting to race yeah so he said i think i did two donuts not to make excuses but less than five kilometers an hour so he said he was doing slow donuts but it was still like just in a public area and he's basically just like doing donuts and our super busy street and they're just like yeah you can't do that even though you're a professional professional driver so he's one of these crazy guys i looked up there's a lot like really accomplished driver um just like i said did a lot of things but also a lot of uh Controversies behind him, a long list of Wikipedia uh, driving controversies. But uh, he was a super nice guy, and he, you know, he stuck around, he, like stuck around to sign everybody's. They had a bunch of these little like uh, remote control cars, and he was super nice to sign all of them. And he uh, talked to me for a good amount of time. So uh, here is Robbie Gordon. Recording live from somewhere. So uh, how do we get some more jumps in other forms of
1: racing? <laughs> uh, first thing gotta have is you have a car that can handle the jumps, and. Um you know, we built the stadium trucks where we could actually handle some big jumps, and that was one of the one of the positive things. Obviously, you saw the trucks are very robust, yeah. and they can take a beating
0: and keep going. Yeah, it's, it's impressive how low they are, but they're able to absorb so
1: much of the shock. Yeah, they, they sit about 50% travel at ride height. So as soon as they uh, they jump up in the air, tires kind of fall out and start to catch the thing, and that's one of the reasons they land so smooth when they do land. Yeah. But I think you know the, the biggest thing is we built a, a very robust car that um, that can beat and bang and keep going.
0: Yeah. So, what is the weirdest thing anybody like you've raced? What's the weirdest
1: vehicle? You've well, I think SST probably has to be the weirdest because so unorthodox to proper motorsports. But you see what it does for the fans; they just love it, and the competition is very competitive.
0: Any like lawnmowers or anything like that?
1: Lawnmowers? Um, well, I mean, um, this is the dude mower sitting here next to me. <laughs> Are you the dude mower? You no. said anything uh, about lawnmowers? So, lawnmowers. <laughs> so basically, um, one of the races. Um, Paul put on one of those awesome passes in the grass and uh, they called him the dude mower.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you're doing some autographs here. What's the weirdest thing anybody's had you autograph? Uh,
1: you know, I've, I've been racing for 35 years and um, you know I've had all kinds of different different things get requested. So. Um, you know, from uh, totally unusual to, to the most common sense, but the funny ones are, hey, sign my arm, because you always wonder, <laughs> are they really gonna get a tat right over that? And uh, so I try to do my best signature when I do skin parts. Yes, yes, awesome. Anything else, Trump? I Just, just the, you know, racing at Texas is, uh, you've raced in a couple different things here. Talk to me about racing at Texas, what fans can expect when they come to a race at Texas. Well, I think you know with Eddie Gossage, you can you never know what to expect. But I think the cool thing is, um, you know, he brings uh, he brings entertainment to motorsports, and um, him reaching out to us, I take it as a total compliment that we're here with SST and looking forward to racing tonight again with IndyCar. Awesome. you may have asked this; it's hard for me to hear, but you know, now running this series, what advice would you have for NASCAR or IRL as they try to get fans? What you know, with your experience doing this, what would you tell them? Well, I think you know for us. Um, that, that's that's one of our number one goals, is how do we entertain people? And the biggest thing is um, getting the young audience to the fence, you know, bringing in new fans. And I think that's one thing that Stadium Super Truck has done is, you know, you get the kids talking about, you know, we talk about Stadium Super Truck, and they're like, hey, I like the jumpy trucks. So if they want to call them jumpy trucks, I'm good with it. But um, the biggest thing is we're getting new fans to the fence. Thanks. This is an 81 Honda. How dare you? You know, that's
2: something I've always kind of wondered is, like, how do you get into racing?
0: Yeah, it's a tough, I mean, it's expensive thing like to get other, into. Because, like, other sports make sense. Like, yeah. you grow up playing
2: the sport, you obviously have a good talent. Yeah. You know, you train, you're yeah. dedicated. I never understood how you become a racer.
0: Yeah. Now, Robbie has a son that is racing in this league as well. So that obviously makes sense. Like, if your dad's a professional driver, you could easily be, get into it. You already have all the vehicles, all that kind of stuff. But other than that, I, I mean, it's tough, right?
2: I, well, I definitely don't know around here where you would, like, even yeah. do that.
0: You yeah. Know? There's there's places near like, my house. It's like that's at what not, age
2: do you start?
0: Yeah, you have to start. Sixteen. You know I okay. So do you ride
2: go karts before? I have no idea. They do. Idea. They do.
0: There's yeah. There's types of go karts that you race around. I mean, they have like these dirt track type go karts. There is a strong series. I know, like the the dirt bike riders, like the motorcycle guy riders. Those kids, I I've seen some really really young kids on some really fast motorcycles just whipping around the track. Like you know, they're easily starting. They're way younger than 16 when they're doing these races. I mean, like these, you know, you know, they're easily 12 years old a lot of times these races. I bet you even younger a lot of times. But yeah, it starts. That's that's a very crazy like I you know like you would say like farm system type thing, but where like you go from you know you move up in in uh, size of the engines and just the type of vehicle that you're going around in until you get up to that level. But it's a long, long process. Um you know, i'm not an expert in but i've seen a lot of the lower level definitely the lower level uh, motorcycle stuff i've seen as it goes up and you just get bigger bikes yeah, like and go faster and faster
2: the strategy in racing you know yeah obviously it has to be a strategy all the cars go about the same
0: Yeah. You know? yes exactly um how about a uh, jeff goldblum movie review here pat with jeff goldblum okay
2: hi hi hi
0: i'm jeff goldblum
2: Into
0: his pocket. <sighs> I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay, this was a 2017 TV movie.
2: TV movies, the best kind.
0: The best kind on HBO called Tour de Pharmacy.
2: Oh, and it about, uh,
0: drugs? So this is a play on uh, the Tour de France. And so basically this is a story about in the um, – I believe this took place in the 80s. And they were saying there was one year in the Tour de France that everybody basically got busted for steroids. Uh, and they were on this list from some guy who was basically like, if you pay me, I won't test you for drugs. And there was only five people in this race that didn't pay somebody for, or, you know, didn't pay this guy, even though one of them still used steroids. Or basically all of them were using some sort of cheating um, that, uh, you know, that they – so it, it ended up being there's only five guys in this Tour de France race. So this is a comedy. I should s- clarify this is not a real story. This is a comedy made for TV movie. Um, so that's just the baseline. So this is starring Andy Samberg, Orlando Bloom. Oh, nice. Yeah, Orlando Bloom, Joe Buck. John Cena. Joe Buck. <laughs> John, yeah, there's a lot of people in this. John Cena, Mike Tyson, Lance Armstrong, Chris Weber, J.J. Abrams, uh, Jeff Goldblum, of course, John Hamm, uh, Kevin Bacon, Nathan Fielder, big Nathan Fielder fan. Nathan for you is one of my favorite shows. Will Forte, Danny Glover, Dolph Lundgren. Danny J- Glover, Jared. <laughs> James Marsden, I didn't even think about this. Is the second second Jeff Goldblum, Danny Glover movie that we've done? Uh, Maya Rudolph. <laughs> so a lot of people in this. All right. So, so yeah, is like
2: Lance a, Armstrong, the only actual uh, cyclist. Yes. Yes. Basically? Okay. So this is
0: okay. There's there's a fu- okay there's a really funny part with so this is kind of like a mockumentary type thing. So that's what this was, and it's only like forty five minutes. Um, so this was honestly this is a very funny movie. This is very funny. And so, like, one part, so they keep interviewing Lance Armstrong and they're, they're like, what they do is they have a, uh, they have a, one of the things, like, it says this person's been blurred out so that, you know, you don't know, you know, because they they want to stay anonymous. And so he's talking about, there's just this guy, he's like, oh, yeah, I was racing back then and everybody was doing steroids, but nobody was talking about it and all this stuff. And then it's, like, all of a sudden he gets some text on his phone and so then he opens up his phone and, like, the light from his phone just shines on his face and you can just see it's Lance Armstrong. And then uh, you know, and they're, they're like, Do "You guys see that?" And they're like, "No, no, you're good, you're good." And then like later, like somebody opens up a door in the room that he's in, and like the light just shines on me. You can clearly see it's Lance Armstrong. Like the whole time he thinks his identity is hidden, uh, but it's you know, you keep knowing that it's him. Um, so then there's a uh, there's a, there was a really so they were talking about uh, so okay the five people that are left in this in this race are Andy Samberg and Andy Samberg is like this guy. He says he's from uh, uh, he says he's in, from like Kenya or Rwanda, one of those countries. He like, claims he's this African guy, and everybody in Africa hates him. And Jeff Goldblum actually plays the older version of Andy Samberg, so when he's like now talking about in the past. Then there's uh, Orlando: Yeah. Orlando Bloom plays, uh, played uh, Juju Pepe, and uh, Juju Pepe was on so many steroids, he just dies at one point. Uh, Freddie Highmore plays a girl. Uh, Freddie Highmore, there's like a girl that apparently snuck into the race. And then there's David Diggs, and he plays uh, Slim Robinson. And Slim Robinson is supposed to be the nephew of Jackie Robinson. And he's sick of living in Jackie Robinson's shadow of being the first uh, black baseball player. So he wants to be the first black uh, uh, Tour de France racer. He just wants to do anything to be the first like black person doing something. And so, wow! Really
2: up in the game there.
0: <laughs> so he's like, because he, this is already like in the '80s. And he's like, yeah, somebody's every already been in every sport, but they haven't been in the uh, Tour de France. So he does it just to do that, and he ends up being with. His and then there's also so John Cena is one of the other guys, and like they're like, and uh, Dolph Lundgren is playing the older version of John Cena, and John Cena is basically just like jacked on this bicycle. You know, it's like they're talking about it's the steroid era. So he's just like, <laughs> like just jacked riding this tiny bike around. And uh, so that's that's pretty funny. Also, J.J. J. Abrams J. J. Abrams is talking about how the one girl, there ends up being a girl in the race. She was, you know, it was supposed to be a all-guys race, but a girl snuck in. And then he was talking about how uh, Joanna Man, like it really set the tone for all the uh, opposite sex playing the opposite sex in like a sports type movie. They he tied that about, movie in there? He's talking about Joanna Man, you know, might be the best movie of that experience. And then he pauses. he's like, Juana Magic might be the best movie, period. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and J.J. Abrams is a, big, is a big director, for those that don't know. Um, so then there's a funny story about Mike Tyson saying that he used to uh, – that he, his favorite thing used to be, like, riding bicycles. And then one day somebody stole his bicycle, and then he found out uh, that, um, like, the, to get the bicycle back, he just punched some guy and got a bicycle back, and then he realized how good he was at fighting and then he did become a fighter after that. So there's like they just like tied little funny things like that. Um but overall it was like well done. Uh you know, like not super long, a lot of good cast, a lot of like, you know, just good stuff. I would say uh overall, I would give this a top tier Jeff Goldblum movie, a Jeff Goldblum nice. independent state. It's been a while since we got one of those. For sure. Yeah, no, it was a good. It was overall pretty solid. We we're going to uh, we're gonna, uh have to um fly their alien craft out of our atmosphere and dock with it we can enter here uh as shown in the satellite photos we then upload the virus we then set off some kind of uh, explosion which will disable it and that'll disorient the smaller ships below and that could buy it i think at least some time to uh to take them take them out take them down do your do your stuff
2: uh you know i noticed something the other day I was driving, and I I know we talk about driving a lot, but I was driving, and I was at a stop sign, there was an oncoming car, no stop sign, and this guy stops, and he frantically waves his arms at me like I'm doing him a disservice by not going. (laughs) And so, one thing I don't understand is, why can't people just follow the law? Like, why do you have to stop and try and be nice? Because, like, I'm not going to understand what you mean.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's like – do you ever have that happen? So what I, I – it happens
2: all the time.
0: I adopted this after listening to uh, Adam Krola for many years. When you get to a four-way stop, if you think the other person should go, you just point.
2: I like that better than the frantic wave. Yes.
0: You like, just he's point like, come on,
2: you. let's go almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's very um, aggressive. Yeah. It's not my time to yes. go, you jag off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So here's my whole thing. Like, he's trying to be nice. Yeah. And in the end, it's just not working for either of us. Like, just follow the law. Yes. Yes. I agree. I yeah. don't understand that. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. No, it's like, and he, then... yeah,
0: you're trying to be nice, but you end up just being a douchebag in the process.
2: <laughs> 100%. It's like when I need to turn left and there's an oncoming car and he's going to be turning right down the same street yep. and he just stops. Yep. Like, I'm supposed to go. It's like, just just go, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand.
0: No, just, I don't get that. Like, it's it's a like stupid, People never yep. went to
2: traffic school. Yes. They don't know what to do. No. I also... I'm kind of a fan of the quick flash the lights.
0: Quick flash the brights. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You like that.
2: You like that! You like that! I do, because it's not as aggressive.
0: Yes, it is. Yes, that's true. Um... So, okay, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't like the honk. I'm not a big honk guy.
2: I hate the honk. If someone honks at me, I assume I did something wrong. And then yep. if I don't think I did something wrong, it's like, what what are we what are we doing?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like shushing somebody. Like, it's just like <laughs> – like, it's overall not that big of a deal. Like, yeah,
2: hey, I'll tell you. I haven't I been shushed in a while.
0: That's a, It's like both of those are, like, not, like, that big of a deal. Honk is just, like, a little, like, you know, a little noise. And a shush is just like a shh, you know, like – both of those are like but for some reason they're super like condescending when you in the, in the right circumstance
2: if I got shushed I don't know how I would react
0: you would i you... just
2: talk louder
0: <laughs> it would yeah it would have the opposite reaction on me I think yeah don't shush me don't shush bitch. me don't <laughs> You're su- wow depends on the environment that's true that's true
2: i seen a person driving today yep. but I hate to blow someone up who I don't even know but they had the license plate. It was the word real, R-E-A-L, mm-hmm. space, A-F.
0: Oh, God. Oh, I hate that person. I hate Which, that person so much. If you're not yes. a
2: millennial and you don't know what that means, it yeah. means real as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think that's the stupidest thing yes. that someone could do.
0: Oh, my God. I hate that. I absolutely hate that.
2: Unless you have a job where nobody cares. It's like, imagine you go to pick up your boss and you show up just real as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, get that. Yeah, you go but, to a job interview, and are like, oh, this guy's real as fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> must be the real oh deal. Oh, my
0: God. It must be a real uh,
2: asshole.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's just the the, the the license plates. Okay, like, I, I'm pushing it with mine. Like, right? I, I have a legit... I've legit in my license plate, right? And yeah, that's kind of. It's pushing it. It's pushing Wait, it. legit that, one. That is totally Jared. Legit one is my license plate, uh, but there's ones that you see on there that you're like, you'll see like BMW babe. I remember seeing that one. It, you, yeah. you you want to go up and see like is this? And then they're not even good looking. Like, you, you, <laughs> when you you do license plates, you have to kind of live up to your title. Like, if you see some. You know, very good-looking girl driving the BMW, babe. I even, even then, I'd be like, "You're probably not somebody I would get along with." You know, like if you're just I throwing see. that out there. Yeah,
2: I seen one one time. It was stop it, but stop was spelled S-T-A-H-P. Like stop it.
0: Yeah. What about
2: like if I see that, I'm gonna think you're a total, total juvenile. I don't know what else to think about
0: that. What do you think about the bumper sticker um, on a girl's car that says "I do, but not with you"?
2: I think you don't do it all if I see <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So since we're on this topic, I seen a shirt at the gym the other day. Yeah. It said – I think it was like Netflix or – oh, man, I can't remember this. It's, I was going to talk about this on the show. It was like something like Netflix and not chilling with you or something.
0: <laughs> just nagging people. Like, You're just starting off the nagging with uh, – <laughs>
2: I just like and and then I look at this girl and I you know I don't want to be mean, but it's oh, Well it was a it girl that that
0: a girl that was wearing this. Yeah, I it that was it a just guy wouldn't
2: shirt. it wouldn't do the trick for me personally. Yeah, yeah. not you your know? cup of tea. And I'm like it was not my cup of tea. So no. I'm just like seriously, like I think you just Netflix by yourself all the time.
0: Yeah.
2: By wearing that shirt.
0: Yeah, no, it's a
2: shirt. <laughs> that like openly invites people to totally ignore you. I agree, which is fine. I like to be left alone, but it's also a little bit like, I don't know, people just thinking too highly of themselves. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a right balance of like uh, confidence, and then there's a point where you go over the top of, uh, you know, just a douche. So be careful. That. So,
2: yeah, just people, people sending messages with their license plates and shirts. Yeah. Just calm down. Yeah.
0: Like, like, like my Measure This shirt. Like I've mentioned before, I barely wear my Measure This shirt just because I feel too douchey wearing it. And that's like for an <laughs> actually engineering company, you know, like it was. not <laughs> But it's just like a little over top.
2: It's not like you bought it at Spencer's.
0: No, no. <laughs> uh, Pat, how about some Tanzanian news? Yeah. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists play that the patients who now transmitting.
1: You, know you guys, are?
0: Easy. it's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi, it's a
1: wasi, it's a wasi, it's a fairy dust.
0: What are you, from Tanzania?
1: Yes, I am.
0: Okay, this is actually sent to us by listener Ben Smiley. So thank you, Ben, for sending us. What's up, Ben? Thank you. And uh, this says any animal that touches this lethal lake turns to stone. So there's a deceptively is this lake
2: like lava. Or something? There's a
0: deceptively still body of water in Tanzania with a deadly secret. It turns any animal it touches to stone. It doesn't actually uh, turn people to turn them to stone. What happens here is that there is a there's a very fine lake that apparently has a glass-like reflection off it. And so it's like completely reflective. Oh. it looks like it's flat. And so it is a extremely high soda and salt content. So high that it would strip the ink off my Kodak film boxes within a few seconds. That's a quote from somebody. Um, so so anyway, so it's so like bone dry and a lot of times they'll crash into these, this water thinking that it's you know, like might be super shallow and they'll think that it's like deep or they'll think it's just ground or whatever. Anyway, they'll go in this water, maybe drink some of it or whatever, and they'll die. And then the the salt and the water just kind of preserves them, and so this guy has all these pictures of these just like preserved, like a lot of them are bird type things, and they're just like they look like they're in stone because they're just like like kind of skeletal beings of just like stuck on these things, and they're just disgusting looking. But uh, this guy's a bunch of these weird pictures. So that's in Tanzania. <laughs> <laughs> so that's in Tanzania. So that's in Tanzania. Uh, yeah, Pat. Thank you, guys, for listening to the show. Don't forget to email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Also, um, yeah, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, also at chubsteppodcast on Twitter. Also, follow uh, me on Instagram, jrezy3pat on Instagram, badpiece33pat on Instagram, patcallahan44, and new shows every Thursday. Also, uh, Matt Banks pointed (coughs) out that uh, (laughs) – that the iTunes reviews really help the show grow. A lot of times you get a lot of new listeners just based on uh, iTunes popularity based on reviews. So if you have not reviewed Spread the, the show yet, we really appreciate you reviewing the show on iTunes and also obviously sharing it with friends. And we want to thank Robbie Gordon. We want to thank Mr. Pat Cal for calling in and myself for uh, having Pat call in. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the show has ended. Now you know you got to go.
2: Peace this is yeah I've seen